Hi, I'm Eric, and this is Listen to Sleep, quiet stories and meditations to help you find a little peace at bedtime or anytime. It continues to be an absolutely beautiful autumn here on the mountain. The leaves are still changing color, the days are getting shorter, and the nights are getting colder. This time of year leaves me feeling like I'm ready to hibernate. I guess that's probably because I'm just an old bear at heart. How is the change of seasons where you are? If you're down under, I guess you're heading into summer soon. And if you're somewhere in the tropics, maybe you don't have any change of seasons at all. There are something like 60 or 70 countries that folks listen in, and I love hearing from all of you. One of the best ways to get in touch with me is to join my monthly newsletter at listentosleep.com. It's completely free, And every month, I'll send you a short story about something that's happening here on the mountain, along with some tips to help you get a little better sleep and find a little more peace during the day. When you join, you'll also get a free audiobook download and a very relaxing 30-minute recording of the creek behind my cabin that you can listen to on the nights when you'd rather fall asleep to something a little different. It's also great to put on in the background when you're reading or studying. When you get the first issue of the newsletter, you can just hit reply and let me know how you're enjoying the change of seasons where you are. Or if you have any questions, feel free to ask me anything and I'll be sure to get back to you. I want to thank Tiffany, Serena, and the Devaney's for supporting the podcast this week by subscribing to the ad-free version. If you'd like to get the podcast without any ads a day earlier each week, along with some perks to help you sleep, you can get more information about that on the website at listentosleep.com or just by clicking the link in the show notes. We've got our Thanksgiving holiday coming up here in the U.S. this week, And I thought it would be nice to celebrate this time of year with a collection of poems filled with love and gratitude. Over the next couple weeks, I'll be reading Gitanjali by the Bengali poet Rabindranath Tagore. He received the Nobel Prize for Literature for his English translation of his book of poems and was the first non-European to ever receive that honor. This book has also been added to the UNESCO Collection of Representative Works. It's really something else, and I think you're going to love these poems. They're filled with devotion and longing, and are the perfect thing to lift your heart as you start your day or as you drift off to sleep. Let's take a deep breath in and out. 
just letting go of the day, feeling the weight of gravity pulling you deep down into the mattress. And another deep breath in. And out. Nothing to do. Nowhere to go. No one to be. This is your time. Quiet time. One more deep breath in. And out. If you get tired while I'm reading to you, that's okay. Just let yourself drift off. Gitanjali, Part 1 Thou hast made me endless, such is thy pleasure. This frail vessel thou emptiest again and again, and fillest it ever with fresh life. This little flute of a reed thou hast carried over hills and dales, and hast breathed through it melodies eternally new. At the immortal touch of thy hands, my little heart loses its limits in joy and gives birth to utterance ineffable. Thy infinite gifts come to me only on these very small hands of mine. Ages pass, and still thou pourest, and still there is room to fill. When thou commandest me to sing, it seems that my heart would break with pride, and I look to thy face and tears come to my eyes. All that is harsh and dissonant in my life melts into one sweet harmony, and my adoration spreads wings like a glad bird on its flight across the sea. I know thou takest pleasure in my singing. I know that only as a singer I come before thy presence, I touch by the edge of the far-spreading wing of my song, thy feet, which I could never aspire to reach. Drunk with the joy of singing, I forget myself and call thee friend who art my Lord. I know not how thou singest, my master. I ever listen in silent amazement. The light of thy music illumines the world. The life breath of thy music runs from sky to sky. 
the holy stream of thy music, breaks through all stony obstacles, and rushes on. My heart longs to join in thy song, but vainly struggles for a voice. I would speak, but speech breaks not into song, and I cry out, baffled. Ah, thou hast made my heart captive in the endless meshes of thy music, my master. Life of my life, I shall ever try to keep my body pure, knowing that thy living touch is upon all my limbs. I shall ever try to keep all untruths out from my thoughts, knowing that thou art that truth which has kindled the light of reason in my mind. I shall ever try to drive all evils away from my heart and keep my love in flower, knowing that thou hast thy seat in the inmost shrine of my heart. And it shall be my endeavor to reveal thee in my actions, knowing it is thy power gives me strength to act. I ask for a moment's indulgence to sit by thy side. The works that I have in hand I will finish afterwards. Away from the sight of thy face, my heart knows no rest nor respite, and my work becomes an endless toil in a shoreless sea of toil. Today, the summer has come at my window with its sighs and murmurs, and the bees are plying their minstrelsy at the court of the flowering grove. Now it is time to sit quite face to face with thee and to sing dedication of life in this silent and overflowing leisure. Pluck this little flower and take it, delay not. I fear lest it droop and drop into the dust. I may not find a place in thy garland, but honor it with a touch of pain from thy hand and pluck it. I fear lest the day end before I am aware and the time of offering go by. Though its color be not deep and its smell be faint, use this flower in thy service and pluck it while there is time. My song has put off her adornments. She has no pride of dress and decoration. Ornaments would mar our union. They would come between thee and me. Their jingling would drown thy whispers. My poet's vanity dies in shame before thy sight. O oh, master poet, I have sat down at thy feet. Only let me make my life simple and straight. 
like a flute of reed for thee to fill with music. The child who is decked with prince's robes and who has jeweled chains round his neck loses all pleasure in his play. His dress hampers him at every step. In fear that it may be frayed or stained with dust, he keeps himself from the world and is afraid even to move. Mother, it is no gain, thy bondage of finery, if it keep one shut off from the healthful dust of the earth, if it rob one of the right of entrance to the great fair of common human life. O fool, to carry thyself upon thy own shoulders. O beggar, to come beg at thy own door. Leave all thy burdens on his hands who can bear all, and never look behind in regret. Thy desire at once puts out the light from the lamp it touches with its breath. It is unholy. Take not thy gifts through its unclean hands. Accept only what is offered by sacred love. Here is thy footstool, and there rest thy feet where live the poorest and lowliest and lost. When I try to bow to thee, my obeisance cannot reach down to the depth where thy feet rest among the poorest and lowliest and lost. Pride can never approach to where thou walkest in the clothes of the humble among the poorest and lowliest and lost. My heart can never find its way to where thou keepest company with the companionless among the poorest, the lowliest, and the lost. Leave this chanting and singing and telling of beads. Whom dost thou worship in this lonely dark corner of a temple with doors all shut? Open thine eyes and see thy God is not before thee. He is there where the tiller is tilling the hard ground and where the pathmaker is breaking stones. He is with them in sun and in shower, and his garment is covered with dust. Put off thy holy mantle, and even like him, come down on the dusty soil. Deliverance, where is this deliverance to be found? Our master himself has joyfully taken upon him the bonds of creation. He is bound with us all forever. Come out of thy meditations and leave aside thy flowers and incense. 
What harm is there if thy clothes become tattered and stained? Meet him and stand by him in toil and in sweat of thy brow. The time that my journey takes is long, and the way of it, long. I came out on the chariot of the first gleam of light and pursued my voyage through the wildernesses of worlds, leaving my track on many a star and planet. It is the most distant course that comes nearest to thyself, and that training is the most intricate which leads to the utter simplicity of a tune. The traveler has to knock at every alien door to come to his own, and one has to wander through all the outer worlds to reach the innermost shrine at the end. My eyes strayed far and wide before I shut them and said, Here art thou. The question and the cry, Oh, where? Melt into tears of a thousand streams and deluge the world with the flood of the assurance. I am. The song that I came to sing remains unsung to this day. I have spent my days in stringing and in unstringing my instrument. The time has not come true. The words have not been rightly set. Only there is agony of wishing in my heart. The blossom has not opened. Only the wind is sighing by. I have not seen his face, nor have I listened to his voice. Only I have heard his gentle footsteps from the road before my house. The live-long day has passed in spreading his seat on the floor, but the lamp has not been lit, and I cannot ask him into my house. I live in the hope of meeting with him, but this meeting is not yet. My desires are many, and my cry is pitiful. But ever didst thou save me by hard refusals. And this strong mercy has been wrought into my life through and through. Day by day thou art making me worthy of the simple great gifts that thou gavest to me unasked this sky and the light, this body and the life and the mind, saving me from perils of overmuch desire. There are times when I languidly linger and times when I awaken and hurry in search of my goal. But cruelly thou hidest thyself from before me, 
day by day. Thou art making me worthy of all thy full acceptance by refusing me ever and anon, saving me from perils of weak, uncertain desire. I am here to sing thee songs. In this hall of thine, I have a corner seat. In thy world, I have no work to do. My useless life can only break out in tunes without a purpose. When the hour strikes for thy silent worship at the dark temple of midnight, command me, my master, to stand before thee to sing. When in the morning air the golden harp is tuned, honor me, commanding my presence. I have had my invitation to this world's festival, and thus my life has been blessed. My eyes have seen and my ears have heard. It was my part at this feast to play upon my instrument, and I have done all I could. Now, I ask, has the time come at last when I may go in and see thy face and offer thee my silent salutation? I am only waiting for love to give myself up at last into his hands. That is why it is so late and why I have been guilty of such omissions. They come with their laws and their codes to bind me fast. But I evade them ever, for I am only waiting for love to give myself up at last into his hands. People blame me and call me heedless. I doubt not they are right in their blame. The market day is over, and work is all done for the busy. Those who came to call me in vain have gone back in anger. I am only waiting for love to give myself up at last into his hands. Clouds heap upon clouds, and it darkens. Ah, love, why dost thou let me wait outside at the door all alone? In the busy moments of the noontide work, I am with the crowd. But on this dark, lonely day, it is only for thee that I hope. If thou showest me not thy face, if thou leavest me wholly aside, I know not how I am to pass these long, rainy hours. I keep gazing on the faraway gloom of the sky, and my heart wanders, wailing with the restless wind. If thou speakest not, 
I will fill my heart with thy silence and endure it. I will keep still and wait like the night with starry vigil and its head bent low with patience. The morning will surely come. The darkness will vanish and thy voice pour down in golden streams breaking through the sky. Then thy words will take wing in songs from every one of my birds' nests, and thy melodies will break forth in flowers in all my forest groves. On the day when the lotus bloomed, alas, my mind was straying, and I knew it not. My basket was empty, and the flower remained unheeded. Only now and again a sadness fell upon me, and I started up from my dream and felt a sweet trace of a strange fragrance in the south wind. That vague sweetness made my heart ache with longing, and it seemed to me that it was the eager breath of the summer seeking for its completion. I knew not then that it was so near, that it was mine, and that this perfect sweetness had blossomed in the depth of my own heart. I must launch out my boat. The languid hours pass by on the shore. Alas for me. The spring has done its flowering and taken leave. And now with the burden of faded, futile flowers, I wait and linger. The waves have become clamorous and upon the bank in the shady lane the yellow leaves flutter and fall. What emptiness do you gaze upon? Do you not feel a thrill passing through the air with the notes of the faraway song floating from the other shore? In the deep shadows of the rainy July, with secret steps thou walkest, silent as night, eluding all watchers. Today the morning has closed its eyes, heedless of the insistent calls of the loud east wind, and a thick veil has been drawn over the ever-wakeful blue sky. The woodlands have hushed their songs, and the doors are all shut at every house. Thou art the solitary wayfarer in this deserted street. O oh, my only friend, my best beloved, the gates are open in my house. Do not pass by like a dream. 
Art thou abroad on this stormy night, on thy journey of love, my friend? The sky groans like one in despair. I have no sleep tonight. Ever and again I open my door and look out on the darkness, my friend. I can see nothing before me. I wonder, where lies thy path? By what dim shore of the ink-black river? By what far edge of the frowning forest? Through what mazy depth of gloom art thou treading thy course to come to me, my friend? If the day is done, if the birds sing no more, if the wind has flagged tired, then draw the veil of darkness thick upon me. Even as thou hast wrapped the earth with the coverlet of sleep and tenderly closed the petals of the drooping lotus at dusk. From the traveler, whose sack of provisions is empty before the voyage is ended, whose garment is torn and dust-laden, whose strength is exhausted. Remove shame and poverty, and renew his life like a flower under the cover of thy kindly night. In the night of weariness, let me give myself up to sleep without struggle, resting my trust upon thee. Let me not force my flagging spirit into a poor preparation for thy worship. It is thou who drawst the veil of night upon the tired eyes of the day to renew its sight in a fresher gladness of awakening. He came and sat by my side, but I woke not. What a cursed sleep it was, O oh, miserable me. He came when the night was still. He had his harp in his hands, and my dreams became resonant with its melodies. Alas, why are my nights all thus lost? Ah, why do I ever miss his sight, whose breath touches my sleep? Light, oh, where is thy light? Kindle it with the burning fire of desire. There is the lamp, but never a flicker of a flame. Is such thy fate, my heart? Ah, dear, were better by far for thee. Misery knocks at thy door, and her message is that thy Lord is wakeful, and he calls thee to the love tryst through the darkness of night. The sky is overcast with clouds, and the rain is ceaseless. I know not what this is that stirs in me. I know not 
its meaning. A moment's flash of lightning drags down a deeper gloom on my sight, and my heart gropes for the path to where the music of the night calls me. Light, oh, where is the light? Kindle it with the burning fire of desire. It thunders and the wind rushes, screaming through the void. The night is black, as black as stone. Let not the hours pass by in the dark. Kindle the lamp of love with thy life. Obstinate are the trammels, but my heart aches when I try to break them. Freedom is all I want, but to hope for it, I feel ashamed. I am certain that priceless wealth is in thee, and that thou art my best friend, but I have not the heart to sweep away the tinsel that fills my room. The shroud that covers me is a shroud of dust and death. I hate it, yet hug it in love. My debts are large, my failures great, my shame secret and heavy. Yet when I come to ask for my good, I quake in fear, lest my prayer be granted. He whom I enclose with my name is weeping in this dungeon. I am ever busy building this wall all around. And as this wall goes up into the sky day by day, I lose sight of my true being in its dark shadow. I take pride in this great wall, and I plaster it with dust and sand, lest a least hole should be left in this name. And for all the care I take, I lose sight of my true being. I came out alone on my way to my tryst, but who is this that follows me in the silent dark? I move aside to avoid his presence, but I escape him not. He makes the dust rise from the earth with his swagger. He adds his loud voice to every word that I utter. He is my own little self, my lord. He knows no shame, but I am ashamed to come to thy door in his company. Prisoner, tell me, who was it that bound you? It was my master, said the prisoner. I thought I could outdo everybody in the world in wealth and power, and I amassed in my own treasure house the money due to my king. When sleep overcame me, I lay upon the bed 
that was for my lord. And on waking up, I found I was a prisoner in my own treasure house. Prisoner, tell me, who was it that wrought this unbreakable chain? It was I, said the prisoner, who forged this chain very carefully. I thought my invincible power would hold the world captive, leaving me in a freedom undisturbed. Thus, night and day, I worked at the chain with huge fires and cruel, hard strokes. When at last the work was done and the links were complete and unbreakable, I found that it held me in its grip. Good night.